This is Scott Pilgrim vs. The Minute 79. Welcome to the Scott Pilgrim vs. the Minute podcast, the show where we review and analyze the movie Scott Pilgrim vs. the World one minute at a time. He likes to wash his sexy laundry in public. It's Dave Castile. Dirty laundry. You're drunk. Yeah, yeah you're right. I'm Brian Mission. That's why. <laughs> and he's actually got a handy little laminate or something. It's Sam Brown. I'd never leave home without it. Yeah. So we pick up uh, after uh, Roxy had exploded into 4,000 coins. Scott looking around the room, and uh, him and uh, Ramona kind of look at each other, and we pick up with Scott at the bar and Ramona walking oh, over. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting there. Um, in this moment where Scott, like the, the coins are falling and, and they're recovering, Yeah. I, I turned up the volume because I thought I heard something. Oh, we got beats. And in the background, you hear someone, some random person say, if I were that Scott Pilgrim, I'd be so embarrassed right now. Really? And I think that <laughs> it's that sort of thing that's hitting Scott. Like he is he is really embarrassed right now huh. you know, in all this. And that's his emotional state is just the humiliation of having this happen to him in public again. Interesting. And and not just this happened in public, but his intimate life being dragged out into the public which is what he's so upset about when he gets to the bar right because as ramona comes over to him at the bar she's kind of wants to like okay let's just kind of go over what just happened in in one word by saying so oh. and scott orders two gin and tonics and uh <laughs> ramona's like i thought you didn't drink he's like only on special occasions why did you want one <laughs> And he quickly downs one of them, and uh, Ramona says, well, I guess we really don't know that much about each other, do we? So that's that's a really interesting line, um, because we've talked about how fast everything has gone. Right. And, you know, that because, you know, it's the movies, it's bigger than all of us, and how um, we've kind of assumed that there's been a con condensing of their stories. Yeah. And this kind of implies that it hasn't necessarily been as condensed as much as we thought it had been. There probably is, you know, a little bit of both. Yeah. It's, a, it's a kind of an interesting line. Well, yeah, and it's kind of like the conversation they get into here. It's it's things that uh, they, they clearly haven't had this conversation. And where Scott says, you know, maybe you can just give me a list of all your exes so I can at least know who's going to beat my ass into the ground next. And uh, Scott's not wrong here. I think I've brought that up before. Wouldn't at some point, once we realize there's going to be this train of you know exes coming through to fight scott that yeah we'd kind of get him better prepared with with the list i mean if, if he's gonna have to fight them all she should disclose who they all are so he's ready <laughs> correct but he's also not right oh no a place for everything and this is not the battle you want to pick i uh, have sub notes to um let's see <laughs> one two three four four notes that i've written here and in in those sub notes it says Scott is not wrong here, or Ramona's kind of wrong here, or they're both kind of wrong here. Um, so, you, like, what... you—you're absolutely right. This is a conversation that needs to happen. Right. <laughs> Time and a place for everything. Because yep. um, well, I think I think they're both bringing up the point, though, that there are things about their past that they don't know about each other. I mean, and the, and the same goes for Scott. Like, Scott hasn't revealed all his past history, and that came up with the whole Ivy or Envy thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, because then... so they're both just saying like. You know, it we, came up in this we very need to have a conversation. 
Uh, it was much more discussed in the book than, than it was in the movie. Well, and they were yeah. having the conversation on the way to this, this, um, but they're all like seeing here. They're not like conversations. Well, no, no. In the, in the transition from Todd, while they're walking to the after party, they were talking they about it into this building. Yeah. What about you and knives? Oh, she's very mature for age. What about you and Kim? And right. then sure. So they were having that conversation a little bit where Scott was, you know, talking about, you know, do you ever date somebody who's not a total ass and things like that. So, Right. Anyway, uh, Ramona uh, asks, or she's like, oh, like a handy little laminate or something. Let me see if I have one. And she's kind of wrong here, too, though, given that what's been going on in the last you know, hour and a half with these two fights. And but at the same time, not because he's, you know, they're just it's the attitude back and forth. They're having their first fight, like real fight here, kind of about it. And uh, yes. she says, maybe we could continue. We could exchange our information and then. uh that's now Scott kind of wrong here. Oh, Scott. Oh, Scott. He, he starts out okay. <laughs> yeah, that first one actually was okay because I'm okay yeah. with that. Can I just get a list? No, it, where he's going and what oh, he yeah. says next about for my mortal well being. Yeah, uh, sheer curiosity like, okay. and concern for my mortal well being. Okay. He, he could have said, Can I get a list? But no, he says, Is I, there... <laughs> I would appreciate that. Uh, and it would have been sarcastic. It would have been an ass, but then he does. Yeah. Is there anyone at this party that you haven't slept with? He's kind of wrong oh, there. Yeah, he's kind of wrong there. <laughs> Dick move. And she, rather than kind of retort and just get into the back and forth about it, just kind of sighs and says, "I think we should split." And uh, so, go ahead. She does. She does one interesting thing when right after she says that, uh, or right as she's saying that. Yeah. Here, and I'm, I'm keying it up here because I'm watching it. She she touches the back of her neck. Right. And she's done that a couple of times now. Knowing what we know, no right. spoilers, we assume if you're listening to us, you've seen this. Is it there yet? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it must be. It was there before she came to Toronto. Okay. I, is my is my thought on it. Okay. Anyway, Scott says, uh, as in get out of here or as in split, split. And Ramona's like, I hope you could figure that out or did you miss the part where I saved your ass? But like I said, they're both kind of wrong here, though. You know, <laughs> I just... It definitely seemed to me like she was saying we should, we should break up. Oh, clearly. And she wasn't actually. She was just saying we should get out of here. But it had the double meaning in there, and she intended that double meaning to be there. I, I think that she meant uh, that they were going to split. Like that's it. That's the relationship. You know, she's clearly broken off relationships in short time frames before once it reaches this point and i i think when she said i think we should split is we should break up i i, I no. think it has those double means like it's meant you to guys disagree okay think she's saying we should break up but then that next line she says did you see the part where i saved your ass and she's she that's that line is strictly meant to say i didn't mean we should break up i just think we should get the hell out of here Yes, I obviously is, care about you. I just had saved night. your ass. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's get out because this is not a good environment. But the listener her. is meant to think that in the yeah. right right when he says that right when she says that line, you're meant to think that they're going to break up. But that's she she recovers that and says, "No, mm -hmm. I just saved you. I didn't save you because I don't care about you." Yeah, I guess but, that makes sense with when she says, "I hope you could figure that out," or uh, yeah. So I, I, I mean, it's it's a it's a trick question in a way. Sure. Okay. Anyway, uh, that's where. Yeah. Yeah, it is. After Scott says, "How could I?" I feel like we just washed our sexy laundry in public, and she's like, "Dirty laundry, you're drunk." And Scott puts up two fingers and says, "I had like one drink." <laughs> it's great. <laughs> 
And uh, I was like, well, I'm sorry I cared. I don't enjoy all this, Scott. In fact, I'm sick of it. I thought you might be more understanding. Now, she's sick of everybody beating up Scott or sick that this seems to happen every time? Drama. Drama? Or that people beat up her exes every time? <laughs> no, I think this is the first time this particular thing has happened mm-hmm. with the, you know, the, the league. But there's always um, some sort of drama that goes there's with There's always it. some sort of drama around her, mm-hmm. and she's just tired of it. And she's kind of started, at some point, I think she started putting together kind of the recent source of it, which was New York City. Right. And so she left. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Ramona turns to uh, walk out, and uh, Scott starts to speak, saying, I just, and she cuts him off, you're just another evil ex waiting to happen. And the minute ends with Scott kind of closing his eyes hard. I think we get a lot of uh, Ramona. Her, her tendency is to ditch whenever things get difficult, I think. Right. And, and that's not an unusual thing. And, and I think this scene is one of those scenes that's made to make the viewer feel like she's on the edge of that. Like she's vacillating between if this is too much work, I'm just, you know, I, I could just go somewhere else. She has no ties here. She could leave at any time. I mean, I was kind of getting that as well uh, from that, which is why I kind of thought the split was that. But I get what you guys are saying, that it was more like, but this relationship's worth putting in the work. But she does care about Scott. Yeah. And, and Scott's kind of being a dick. And, like, the viewer thinks – the viewer needs to feel that we are tipping on the edge of that fence either way. Mm-hmm. That's, why that's I, part of the yeah. tension of the movie. You know, that's the conflict. And that's where I was saying, you know, I just, they're both wrong and both kind of not wrong throughout this conversation. I mean, all these things that happen in this conversation need to be said, but I think, you know, time and place, like what you were saying, Dave, would have been better. Uh, This would have been better suited. Let's just get out of here. We'll go get coffee and sit down and let's just kind of, kind of work through what the hell is happening here. Or how about we deal with it in the morning or something like that. Right. Like like, tensions are high. We've just been in a couple of fights. Emotions are high. Yeah. Let's rest a little. Getting getting into this type of a argument, there are no winners. Um, you can say everything right, and you're still just going to come off being an ass. Um, yes. And that's just that's general relationships. To, you know, when you get into this type of fight, there's just no you know argument, um, quarrel, whatever, mm-hmm. um, row, as it may be said in some parts of the word world. Um, there's <laughs> just like you're not going to uh, win. Nineteenth century, <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, very that's, good. That's a that's a UK term. That's a British thing. A row. A row. A row. A row. The quarrel, an argument. A row. A row. It's row. Yeah. Row. Okay. I had that. I had that corrected for me from the uh, the Monty, uh, not Monty Python, um, Harry Potter. Ah, <laughs> <movies>. okay. <laughs> so it's kind of like faux and fa. Now one of those is Vietnamese and one of those is French. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any other notes <laughs> from uh, this minute? <laughs> no, Sam. No, speak, speak I, I like these minutes there where we get into right. uh, a little bit of the drama between Scott and Ramona. There you go. I like the I philosophy. I like foe. <laughs> so, so, Dave, uh, how can the uh, listeners tell us what kind of uh, Far East soups they like? <laughs> I still want to make a hashtag on that now. Um, um, Holy crap. Uh, we are uh, at, on the Twitter at Scott versus Minute. 
I got no hashtag. Sorry. Hashtag no hashtag. Hashtag no hashtag. Um, we are uh, scottversusminute.com. Facebook, scottversusminute. You can email scottversusminute at gmail.com. Very good. And Sam and I have a podcast. He's going to tell you about it. I feel like the best hashtag there would have been uh, it's hammer time. In the in been, like a previous minute. It would have been a previous one. That would have been a good one. Yeah. Would have been a good one. It's a Warhammer. Something like the hammer time would have been good. That's better. Indeed. All right. Uh, so Brian and I do a show. It's called Streaming Nonsense. We review obscure streaming movies. For example, the uh, interesting demonic horror movie Bornless Ones. You can find us at streamingnonsense.com. Was that a was that a parody on the Jason Bourne movies or no? Nope. That would have been better. <laughs> and you can also find Dave and I at podcastderbia.com where we talk about beer, pop culture, movies, things of the like. They uh, make more stupid comments like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's gonna do it for this minute, and we'll see you all in just a minute.